When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome back to Trot's Life. Don't know why I use Rack 'em Up Tiger Pie, Andy. Sending me a text now. Courtney Slater is on the line. Courts, firstly, mate, uh, how are you? And I assume you're in BIAC. That we are. That we are. We are nice and wet, just like everyone else. But uh, no <laughs> point in complaining. We're probably better off than others. Uh, yeah, you probably are. It's uh, that's southwest region of Victoria. I always think of as the wettest part of Australia, but it hasn't been the last six months. God help you. No, no, we're still very wet, and um, obviously, you know, no one enjoys going out getting dirty and wet and cold. But uh, yeah, the crew that have been swamped with flash flooding, I, I feel mm. terrible for. You know, it's like they've done it tough. Having said that, though. You probably haven't done it so tough on the racetrack the last three or four months. The team's going arguably as good as they ever had. 19 wins this year at 16%, 43% placings. And it feels like, particularly the last three or four months, that every second time you go around, you're getting a winner. Yeah, yeah. No, things have been good to us for the last few months. And um, as you know, with horses, you have good runs and bad runs. But, yeah, we have had uh, a little bit of success, which, you know, always helps you get out of bed and keep you motivated. 100%. Now, you're off to Yarra Valley tomorrow for the Yarra Valley Trotters Cup in particular, I suppose, with Victory Hill. And it's a curious sort of entry into the race because I've just been talking a bit about the handicapping system. In the old handicapping system, he's an MO basically racing what would be M2s, M3s. He did it at Geelong, did it quite competitively, Court. Yeah, yeah, he did. You know, he's always been a pretty nice little trotter and he's had his irks and quirks along the way. But... Um, yeah, we'd sort of been trying to get a start uh, a couple of weeks previous and obviously because he hasn't started in town before and makes it tough to get a run. So it was actually really good to get a run in the Geelong Cup um, just to show, I suppose, a few people, you know, he's up to them. He is up to him. He sat four back the fence there and he ran fifth and beat home horses like Hatchback Hominim and uh, Robbie Royales and Well Defined, etc. And I think, mate, if... Ku Cohen can go to the front, you can step away and get onto his back. You're not without a place chance at worst. Yeah, look, Geelong for us, Mark, you know, he's put in a lot of time with his horse and as I said, he's, you know, got his irks and quirks, but um, this time round, um, you know, it's all come together and obviously, you know, Mark had given Glenn instruction, Geelong cut night, just to drive him nice and quiet, just let him settle. Uh, which he did, and yeah, you know, you sort of look back and go, fall the fence, gee, if he had been any closer or not sit the fence, he would have been close, but Hmm. uh, in saying that, we were still wrapped with our fifth, and wrapped that he got round, and wrapped he did everything right, so um, yeah, I think he should be competitive, you know, come come Yarra Valley Cup tomorrow, and 
And, um, yeah, we just, as you know, trotters have just got to do it right. 100%. Now, just to confirm, when you're talking about he's got irks and quirks, is that the horse or Mark you're referring to there? Oh, I knew Toby would have to do this to Mark. No, no, definitely the horse, mate. You know, he's probably been a nightmare for Mark, really, um, knowing that the horse has got so much ability, but, you know, he can just do silly things and get really rambunctious and not settle and, um, you know, all those sorts of things. So, you know, really it's nice to see that, you know, we're finally getting somewhere. Oh, you've put a lot of time in behind the scenes, obviously, with him and giving him time yeah. as well. Yeah, a lot of time, you know, I'm pretty sure Mark's had sleepless nights, you know, trying to work him out and, um, yeah, he's been a bit of a headache of a horse, but, you know, at the same token, it's been a horse that we've rated fairly highly in our stable and, you know, just in some of his runs, he hasn't been able to show everyone what we see sometimes at home because, obviously, his manners let him down race day. Now, a couple for the punters, like, great each way chance, $10 a place, I think, but... Race two, number eight, Good Time Bravo. On harness.org is currently $8, but that looks uh, pretty good value at this stage in a race. One, one at Horsham, you can almost forgive the, forget the Bendigo race, and then third to a couple of good ones at Maryborough. I'd expect a pretty forward showing. I know you might need a little bit of luck from the draw. Yeah, no, look, you know, he was a certainty beaten at Bendigo uh, when he got cleaned yeah. up. Uh, this time round, he's been another horse that's just been... Uh, just a bit of a funny gated horse, um, taking his taking our time with him, and yeah, he was prep around. He's been good. You know, barrier's not super good, but being a small field, we're not overly worried. Hundred percent. And later in the card, Teddy Runkle, I would have thought would be a dollar sixty chance in this. So there's a bit of gate speed on the inside and outside of you. I'm not sure he'll cross and lead, but he he could end up in a beautiful position either just sitting parked or. In the one-one, he's going to be pretty close to him. He's had a great season this year, four wins, four placings, and the other two he had no luck in. Yeah, correct. He's been a pretty super consistent little horse, um, super consistent little horse, and uh, you know, realistically, we'll just leave uh, leave up uh, race day for Glennie. He'll sort that all out. You'd expect he'll be winning that though, won't you? Come on. Well, you're not. You know, we want to win them all, really. Come on. <laughs> yes. But you know, we just leave that up to Glennie. You know, he sorts it out. Yeah, well, if we can get the 320, I reckon uh, we'd be pretty keen on that. What about... Yeah, no, he's been... Yeah, go. He's been consistent this year. He has been consistent for us. So, you know, he's a little stable stalwart at the moment. And what about uh, upcoming Breeders' Crown and Vic Breed? You got anything that we've got to follow through those series? Um, maybe. We'll just wait and see. Uh, obviously, you know, the two-year-olds, We've got a couple of nice two-year-old fillies, but they're probably not forward enough at this point to be heading Breeders' Crown. Yep. Um, you know, and, you know, you've got Jewel Melody of Bernie's and there's a few pretty nice fillies in amongst that that group of horses. So, you know, you've got to be pretty forward uh, to be nominating for them kinds of races. So we'll just wait and see what the upcoming uh, upcoming sort of uh, few weeks are and we'll make our minds up then with Bitford. 100%. Good on you, Court. Thanks so much for giving us five minutes and uh, best luck at Yarra Valley tomorrow. No worries. Cheers, Tobe. There is Courtney Slater from BAC, the beautiful BAC, and uh, they've set up a beautiful property there, and uh, it's a forever home, I suppose, to good time harness racing. And they do have a good time, and I did give a bit of stick to Mark, but uh, he's welcome to give it back. And for those uh, wondering, it was uh, Mark Driscoll, basically, and uh, one of his owners, Fred Clark, that started the uh, 
the nickname Wombat. So every time I hear that, I'm reminded of those two great gentlemen, uh, which is fortunate. Off the text machine, Ronnie has texted in. Oh, I, I absolutely love having you, Ronnie, texting in to harness racing like this. I know you're a, a great Gallops man, and uh, to, to read a text like this from you is fantastic. Brian Healy, that will make great listening. Remembering as a young kid going to the Valley just to watch Mary's Idol. The crowds were enormous. What a horse. And, yeah, he must have been some sort of a sensation. I don't think I don't think we can ever fathom for someone that didn't see it or wasn't there. To, he was 60, 70 metres better than the next best open-class trotter back at that time. 60 or 70 metres better. He would win races off 60, 70, 80 metres regularly against free-for-all trotters. I don't think, and we'll go into this with Brian, I don't think there was enough races really around for trotters back then of his class. So he was forced to run in against free-for-all paces, winning races like the Hamilton Cup. He ran in a Kilmore Cup. He ran in the Sir Clive Ewer, which was a uh, the, the Grand Circuit race, the Queensland Pacing Championship it became, and... Now the blacks are fake. To think that he went to Queensland, he took on in modern day, he took on Rock and Roll Do, he took on Lock and Bar Art, he beat them in two rounds of heat and ran second to Rip Van Winkle in the final, who was effectively Lock and Bar Art. He won 50 from 74, Rip Van Winkle. He was the superstar of the day. It took him to beat him in a, in a pacing championship race. Now, I've always sort of used as a rule of thumb that a pacer would be 50 metres better than a trotter. I'm happy for people to tell me. Otherwise, it might be 35, it might be 60, whatever. But to think he could take on the best paces, we will never, never see anything like that again. The the breeds become too refined. Uh, yes, and, and Andy got sending through. The Rack'em-Up Tiger Pie example, I suppose, Andy, I, I, this goes back probably 15 months ago when I first used him as an example. So... I, I was thinking of him. He did win the Hamilton Cup earlier in the year, so he has had a pretty good year. Rack him up, Tiger Pie. Granted, I will give you that one. But I think they, I, I'd love to hear your thoughts, actually, Andy, on it next time I see at the trots to run the separate metropolitan class system to seat to country class system. I just think it'll give so many more horses the opportunity to win a few more races, particularly. I'd love to see it Ballarat, a six-horse field, you know, with a couple of good, of Andy, your couple of good, your good horses coming through the ranks. Uh, Mick Stanley, a couple of years, a couple of Emma Stewart's coming through the rank. It might only be a six, seven-horse field of a, of a like a 60 to a 75 at Ballarat on a Friday night worth $10,000. But if they're all really good up-and-coming horses, and you might have a couple of Metro horses come back down into that race, you know, that are seasoned race horses, and all of a sudden it's an eight-horse field. And what a great little betting field that will be. They'll be like, they'll be almost like half a derby field or half a four-year-old championship field for those horses coming through. I don't care if they were four or five horse races, to be honest, to give those good horses more opportunity to win races in the country without incurring that metropolitan penalty. Let's get them to 100 rater. Let's get them 10 wins on the board before they come to the city and race city. It would allow those horses to be more seasoned, more experienced, put more photos on the wall and give owners more opportunity to win races when they do get that good horse or they have gone to New Zealand and spent top dollars to buy that good horse. 
you know, that would just give so much more back to the industry to allow them to win more country front races before they incur that Metro penalty. I'm dead set on it. I've thought it for some time. I've run it past many a person and no one seems to ever come up with anything against it. So if no one's against it, I think it's something we should really seriously look at doing. We're a bit late for the news. Uh, let's take the 11.30 news now. I haven't downloaded the uh, segment from uh, Darren Carroll. I might be able to just quickly go and grab his tips. He might even be listening, Darren. If you are, mate, go, give us a text, and I might even be able to give you a quick call, and we'll do them just live uh, instead of grabbing the uh, giddy-up uh, Gareth Hall segment.